0: Podcasting from Ealing London, I'm Paolo Valdemarin,
1: And I'm Matt Mower.
0: And this is the Activate
1: Podcast, season two. Episode two. In today's podcast, we're talking about exploring business purpose and vision. So last time we were talking about kind of the entrepreneurial mindset, how you should think about or approach sort of being an entrepreneur. Now we're developing it into, okay, you're there, you have an idea, you understand the domain. What does it really take to turn that into a business?
0: I think I really like the fact that when we do this during the program, you have a number of key questions that you you ask to the entrepreneurs. And uh, invariably, you catch them unprepared. And these are, honestly, these are questions that, sound trivial once you have heard them for the first time but then, but then actually they usually trigger some deeper thinking and reflection and uh, usually the first question you ask is why are you here? I mean why you and why here?
1: What we tend to find is that people who start a company run very fast. I mean it's in the nature of it. it's a startup you've got to move quickly which means that they leave certain thinking behind or they think, I'll come back and think about this when it's sort of more convenient, when it's easier, when it's quieter. And We know that that never happens. But the reasons why you're doing things are fundamental to the decisions you're going to make about what you actually do. So the vision of the business, what what is this business going to be when it grows up? In general, it seems to be better to know that in advance or at least to have an idea of what you would like it to be. If you don't, if you leave that fuzzy, then almost anything could do. When you have to make decisions at speed, which is pretty much the definition of being the founder of a startup, is you, you don't have time for a lot of deliberation. You probably don't have the, the information to make really informed decisions. You need to be guided by a clear vision of what this thing's gonna be so that you can kind of say, yes, we are this, or no, we're, we're not this at, at speed. So the reason I dig into this is it's very easy to have a shallow idea of what the vision is. And that sounds great when you're pitching it in 30 seconds to an investor. But when you need to make a decision about should we hire a developer or a marketing person? Um, Should we build a SaaS platform or an iOS app? Those kind of decisions, they're kind of deep questions. If your vision is not very sharply focused, how are you going to make those kind of decisions?
0: And this cover the why this question, which is which is quite interesting. Uh, the other part that you cover is the more personal why you. why. One thing is uh, trying to project what you expect your organization to be in the future. Another very interesting and quite often, I must say, under-considered aspect is... Uh, How are you going to be once you are successful?
1: The question why you is really trying to understand have you thought about the journey that you're about to take and how that relates to the kind of life you want, the kind of business you want to create. Is this going to play to your strengths or to your weaknesses? Is this a challenge? There's a lot of stuff bound up in, if you're the founder of a business, fundamentally you are making you have the final say on all decisions. You, you will hire people, certainly at the beginning, who fit with your way of seeing and doing things. The business will largely be sort of congruent to your personality, to your choices, your decisions. Having some mindfulness about what those kind of criteria look like, um, I think is essential to building the kind of business you want, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's that phrase, you get the culture that you deserve. Um, in this case, I think when you're starting a company, one of the joys is you you get to pick what kind of culture of business you are going to get or or it happens randomly around you. Our philosophy is consciously choosing to build the kind of business that you want is part of the fun and and also part of the success. So really digging into why you're doing this, why this business, not another business. It helps weed out people who aren't really passionate about what they do because their answers sound false. They may be clever, but they're not, they don't come from the heart. Um, Are you realistic about what this is really going to take? Are you actually up to this? Um, Because we know that if you're doing something challenging, it's going to take a long time, a lot of effort, lots of dark nights, do you really want this to be or not?
0: And I think that there is also an aspect of uh, understanding why you, as in specifically you, I mean, yes, of course, everybody would want to have a company with a hip, funky, cool culture, but we're not all hip, funky, cool. Understanding who you are and what your beliefs, what your values are and being explicit about them. It's something that in most cases, especially in the beginning of the journey, entrepreneurs don't consider. And having these ideas emerge is is very useful. I mean, the famous question, based on what would you fire somebody, is a question that... Uh, it's a very interesting trigger question. Every time we ask that, uh, a whole... Trove of interesting teams come out
1: well, it's funny because the first time you ask it people i mean unless you're dealing with somebody who's been let's say a mid level manager in a in a corporation where almost by definition they've had to fire people, many people either haven't or or haven't thought about it in a while, and they haven't necessarily thought too deeply about the gut reason why they do that, but lurking in there are those hard boundaries of the kind of organization you want to build. Having some knowledge of that, particularly when if, if we think that the first hire that you make in a startup is probably the most important decision that you're going to make beyond what product am I building. And that if you hire the wrong person, that is as likely to sink your business as anything else you can do. Being really conscious about why you are in this business and making sure that number two in the lifeboat, because essentially, I mean, your startup business is a lifeboat until you can, you can get it somewhere else. Knowing that the other person in that lifeboat with you really wants to be on the same journey as you and, and understands what that journey is. So when you go, Would you like to be co founder of my startup? What does that mean? Is that re- are you really on the same journey? Could be the difference between success and failure.
0: Absolutely. But these are all stories. I mean, this is the narrative that uh, surrounds the company. But as you say, you can't go far only with that. Would you like to elaborate a little bit?
1: Narrative is great. Storytelling is a great way of painting a picture that can be inspiring, um, that can give you a view of where you want to be but where narrative tends to break down is when you actually really need to know what do i need to do next um how does this happen so we love the the use of storytelling as a way of really drawing out the big picture making sure that it's challenging enough it's interesting enough but that has to be dovetailed with um how do you have a growth mindset The growth mindset really is around understanding if you're doing something challenging, it's very likely you're going to fail. You're going to do things that are not the right things to do. They may have seemed like the best things to do at that time. In order to be successful, you have to understand what are we doing that leads to success? What are we either not doing or not doing right? This is where storytelling really doesn't help you very much. And so what we do is we blend at this point hypothesis into the mixture almost like a yin yang so within the the story there has to be some hypothesis within the hypothesis there has to be the story it's the hypothesis it's if we do this success will come whether success is sales or revenue or users or whatever numbers you want to pick to say these are the signposts on the way to success so we like to use narrative as a way of drawing out what does success look like how how are you changing people's lives and then hypothesis as a way to say, okay, if that's where we're going, how do we get there?
0: In other words, the strategy is the combination of uh, the storytelling component and the hypothesis part. On one side you have a story, on one side you have numbers. You can actually measure in time.
1: Bang on. So I think probably that's enough for today. Tune in next time.
0: Thank you.